Welcome to Pivot Talks with PC. My name is Pauline Caballero, and we're talking change. It isn't coming, it's here. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Pivot Methods and um, Pivot Talks with PC. And I'm Pauline. And I'm really excited today to have Stella McCollum join us, who I have been sort of following from afar and and know and um, really wanted to take the time here to chat with you about what you've been up to in your life and how you've created Pivot. So Stella, maybe you could start off just by sharing a little bit about yourself and, and thank you for being willing to join us here today. No, thanks, Polly. I really appreciate you asking me to be here. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I'm Stella McCollum. <laughs> um, I'm currently working as a realtor with Sotheby's International Realty Canada out of Oakville office. And about three years ago, we moved from Toronto we came into Hamilton for lunch and to kind of just check out real estate here. And we moved in three months later. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that's where we are right now. Um, we had the opportunity of traveling to Europe and living there for almost six years and um, came home. And, uh, and now we're kind of replanted ourselves here in this city. Hmm. I love that. I mean, Stella, how, what, what had you want to come home? Like when you say, you know, you were traveling abroad and then came home, what had you want to come home? To be honest with you, Pauline, it was family. Um, you know, we had moved abroad. We were quite, we were mature. <laughs> you know, we were in our late thirties and we were raising our small boys there at the time. And um, we just, we had a decision to make. We could stay and get our residency and really just become UK citizens. Um, and I think that we decided that family and time with them was precious and was running out. Mm. So that was really the biggest factor for us was that we wanted our kids to grow up with their family and our parents were getting older. So we didn't have the luxury of time. And I think that probably was something that I learned about myself that actually family is a lot more important to me uh, and being close to them. Not that they were never important, but being close to them was way more important to be me than, than I had realized. Mm, it's such an interesting decision, you know, like when, when that moment happens, because I, I mean, I very much see myself in that where I was traveling a lot for work and then it was like a lightning bolt for me. And I, I just wanted to be home with my boys and I couldn't believe I was traveling so much not home with them. Yeah. And missing. Stuff. Missing everything. Birthdays, like impromptu get togethers. And for me, that's, it was like a, a wake up call. And I, I know it's different because you had your kids with you and I was traveling for work, but, um, 
Yeah, it's very interesting how quickly you realize that time is finite. Absolutely. And, you know, it, uh, the reason that we actually went over to the UK was because James was doing a lot of traveling with his career, you know, in the music industry. And, you know, we had just had our second child and I was, I had just started my real estate career in Toronto. And I thought, I can't work and be a mom at the same time if you're not here to support me. And you're not going to see your boys growing up. And he realized that he kind of turned around and realized that like he would come home after two weeks of being away and, you know, get a blank look from baby Sammy. <laughs> and Like, who's this? So he was like, yeah, uh, if I'm going to pursue this, you guys need to be with me. And, 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 you know, do you want to do this? And, you know, it's always been a dream of us ours to do that. And we, we ticked that box. <laughs> we definitely, like, tick and um yeah and I'm I'm glad it was it was tough it was a tough decision not to leave because the adventure of leaving was great but it was a tough decision coming home because we started to grow roots mm -hmm. and we started to imagine ourselves living there um and raising our kids there so there was a lot you know there was I would say it was a difficult move back home for that reason. Right. I can imagine. And now your boys are older and now you've done sort of another hard pivot where you've gotten back into real estate. Yes. Yes. I had to come home and decide, look, what do you want to do here? I, I had my toes in it a little bit in, in England, but uh, I had started to pick up my camera again. My first love uh, was photography. I went I studied it in, in uni and, um, and I owned a gallery, you know, I ran a gallery for years in Toronto and I, I exhibited as an artist and I, I still do from time to time get uh, invited to exhibit. So there was a real pull to continue as an artist and really it was just kind of seeing myself having to you know, come to terms with seeing myself not only as an artist, but more than that. Mm. And having to decide, okay, well, is this going to fulfill me completely? And, you know, it took a lot of thought process and reflection to kind of get to the point where I was like, yes, you are a creative person and you always will, but you've always been an entrepreneur mm. first. You know, you, I, I just wasn't an artist when I was doing art. I opened a gallery, <laughs> like, you know, I ran a business <laughs> um, and all of the stuff that comes with that. So I think, you know, doing some soul searching, I realized that I probably would not be fulfilled being in a room by myself, printing and creating work because I was really, I thrived with other people around me in a social setting, being mobile, and all of the great things that real estate really ticked the boxes for me. So I went back, I reinstated my license. Um, and I started over again. Really, I started over again, because I had left my business for five years. And, um, and I came back to Toronto to start over again. And when we moved to Hamilton, mm -hmm. guess what, <laughs> I started over again. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot of there's lots of beginnings, um, which is difficult on its own, as you can imagine. 
Um, it's a very location focused, sorry, um, business where people kind of see you as being a realtor for a particular area. So I really felt like I had to let go a little bit of trying to be a Toronto agent, although I do service my Toronto clients. And I realized that I woke up in Hamilton and Ancaster, Dundas, Burlington area, and this is where I needed to focus my energy. And because of that decision, I was able to open the possibilities, I think. Right. I let go. Yes. Yeah, I focused in, I let go, and, you know, and that was really a powerful move, I think, for me. Yeah, it's so interesting that you're sharing that, because, like, I, I really see we were talking a little bit before this call about... And I've been saying how I'm kind of like everywhere. And I really feel that, you know, like really, I can see where my energy gets pulled everywhere. And, you know, it's, it's pretty powerful. Like it takes a special person to begin again, over and over again. And to have that tenacity and courage, like it's not, it's a, it's a superpower, Stella. Like, I just want to be clear. <laughs> I so, don't know about that, but it's tough. It can be, it's tough. It's not easy. No, but like, what, what practices do you have to put in place so that you can do that? Because it's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, I don't know if I have a particular practice. And I don't know if I would have chosen to start again, to be honest with you, Pauline. Like, I, who likes to start over again? It's daunting. It's scary. Not me. <laughs> no, it's it's really not fun, to be honest with you. And um but I had no choice. It's kind of like I had to start yeah. again because yeah. I would, it's just because of my situation. And, um, but it's been a blessing, you know, and to, there's something, although it's like climbing back, being back at the bottom of a ladder and looking up and having to climb up the stairs again, there is, you get to take all of the stuff you had with you, the good stuff with you and create something new as well, kind of reinvent yourself. So that part I like, I do like the idea of kind of reinventing something new, although it was the same industry. Mm -hmm. I, I think I've approached it differently this time around. Yeah. With new eyes. With new eyes with more experience, with a couple more gray hairs, you know, all of that stuff, right? A little more wisdom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's, it's really, all good. It's really beautiful though. It's, it's, it's actually taking all the things that you learned throughout your journey and then applying it for the situation that you're in. And, you know, we talk in Pivot, um, we talk about choice and we've talked about choice on this podcast. And, you know, you say you had no choice, but I would say that you choose powerfully is sort of what I'm getting here from you. It's just, you, you have to be willing to take that first step. And I love your analogy about the ladder. It's interesting. Cause like, again, we were talking just before this call and I was saying to you, like, I feel like I'm back at the beginning of the early stages of opening up the yoga studio and trying to create something new and something different. And it's like, I feel like I'm literally looking at the bottom of the stairs thinking, how the heck do I get up? <laughs> Absolutely. And that's how it feels, right? It just feels like impossible, impossible. to 
and also have the energy and enthusiasm again to do it, right? To do it again. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so, um, but you know, it just takes that one step, right? And you keep going and you keep climbing and you keep climbing and, you know, one step back, two step forwards. That's really so true in life. And, you know, the fact is I had to start something again, regardless if it was real estate or not, I was starting over again, right? Um, and I didn't feel that there was any, there's no easy road. There's, you know, one road was not going to be easier than the other. Um, I feel like there's a lot of great talent out there in all sorts of fields. So whatever I was going to choose, I had to bring it, right? I had to bring myself fully to yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're giving me a lot to think about here, Stella. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm like, oh, Holly, where do you need to double down? Because you're just like dabbling a little bit. Well, not a little bit. I'm dabbling a lot. But it's yeah. um, it's it's powerful because, you know, we I mean, I say to my kids, like we, we both have children. We both actually have boys. And I say to my kids, like, oh, try everything out like a big buffet. Like, you know, maybe you'll like hockey. Maybe you'll like golf. Maybe you'll like drawing maybe you'll like chess like my little guy's into chess and mandarin like I don't even know how come um but you know then when it starts to like focus to your career or like you know as I get older I feel like okay Pauline you have to be a little more intentional about where you spend your time because we don't have a ton of it absolutely and I almost think that that could be an Achilles heel in North America, in Western society, particularly, we have all the choices. We have every opportunity at our doorsteps. And sometimes too much choice is too much choice, right? And I think that's why, I mean, I felt very floaty through my 20s and 30s because I could be anything and I can do anything. I could be a superstar, I can be a sailor, and which is great mm -hmm. and it's beautiful to have that choice but sometimes you just need to decide mm. and make that decision and stick to it and that's what I had to do it's like okay you know what you've decided to leave the art world and come into the real estate stop putting your foot into the art world because it's taking you away and not saying that I can't enjoy it and I can't do it because I do it all the time I'm always taking pictures but just holding on to that idea that perhaps I'm going to continue to pursue it as a career. Right. Um, once I let that go, it just freed me to focus on what I'm doing now. And also knowing that I can always come back to it, but I needed to remove it off the plate for now, completely. You know what I mean? And say no and start turning things down because, and I, I, you know, those two worlds are very different for me anyways. Like I, you know, putting on my artist cap and you know what I, I felt, you know, I'm going to take that back. Actually, I'm going to step back because I was trying to separate them, but they are intertwined in the sense that I can that, it, that my art background is what makes me unique as an as a realtor. 
Yeah. <laughs> the yes, way you see things. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> it's beautiful. Yes. And, and I, you know, I was a bit shy about talking about my background in this space, but I decided last year that I was going to not be shy about talking about that and embracing that. Mm-hmm. And I realized that that is my unique, that is my special sauce. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I can bring that creativity into what I'm doing now because, you know, business is a creative thing. You've got to be a great creative thinker to market Mm -hmm. someone's property and to, you know, all of those things. I feel like I'm putting on an art show most of the time when I'm selling a a house, right? It's like Mm -hmm. there's preparation, there's strategy, there's marketing and all of those things that I've used in the past, you know, has been very useful in this world for sure. I love that Stella because it's really like that also gives us permission to like bring forth all of our past experiences into our current experience. You know, like I spend a lot of my time these days in the corporate world and I bring a lot of like, you know, my yoga study and way of being into like how I run a corporate meeting. And some, and and I, I love what you're saying because sometimes people are like, oh, well, what just happened there? And that's sort of like my secret sauce where I can be like analytical and though, like, you know, ask you like, Hey, welcome. How was your day? And just create that connection. Right. So I love that. Yes. You're absolutely right. And definitely like, you know, when I mentioned to you about the mindset thing, yoga is a huge part of my day Mm -hmm. and my approach. Right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean I go around saying, Oh, and namaste to my clients, (laughs) but I can come from it in a way, first of all, it starts with me, right? It starts with me getting myself set up for the day. Mm-hmm. And when I come from a place, you know, when I do my yogic practice, my meditations, I approach my whole day so differently. I relate to people in a completely different way. And, you know, and that I think is also what, makes you different Pauline right Mm -hmm. from because you're bringing that also the other element into your your corporate job yeah I love that it's like really having your career and then your vocation it's funny because like I talk about that in pivot too and people often ask me like what's vocation and vocation is really like your hobby like what actually lights you up like sometimes career is what we do you know for our financial well-being for you know to pay our bills to to grow stability for our family and you know I'm always playing with how do you intertwine those two and it sounds like you actually intertwine them beautifully it took a minute to figure it out because I didn't see it for a long time how I can bring those parts of me into it and I think once it just really, I think it became just a self-acceptance thing. Mm. I think oh. that's how I can simply say, it's like, I accept who I am. Yes. yes. Like, you know, being creative is in my heart and is who I am. Mm-hmm. Do, being a yoga practitioner is who I am. That is who you're getting when you hire me. Mm-hmm. And if that's not what you're into and or appreciated then I'm not for you and that's okay and I was okay with that like I became okay yeah. with not being for everyone and I love not that. and acknowledging the fact that not everyone's for me and yes. that's okay too yeah wow mm-hmm. 
That's powerful. Yeah, I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. I, I mean, Stella, I've gotten so much out of this conversation. And, you know, for the listeners, I hope you have too. But is there is there anything else here that you really want to share or that's on your mind? Um, not really. <laughs> I think we kind of covered everything, Pauline. I really appreciate you inviting me on and having this chat with you. It's been incredible. Oh. Oh, it's it's been incredible. Thank you so much, Stella. And for any of you that are listening that are in uh, um, Ontario, uh, Hamilton and Oakville and Ancaster area, because I love how Stella's gotten really specific and where she's working. Um, please check out Stella. We'll make sure to link um, her page and her information all in the show notes. And I'm so moved and just uh, and actually inspired on what it looks like when you double down and when you really stand for who you are and who you're not. And um, yeah, it's exactly what I needed to hear today. Awesome. Thank you, Pauline. Thanks for letting me express that.